the Simple Pen Podcast, Pinterest for business advice that goes down smooth and easy. Here's your host, Kate All. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Simple Pin Podcast, or welcome if you have never listened before. I'm your host, Kate All, and I own a Pinterest management company based out of Portland, Oregon called Simple Pin Media. We currently manage for over 100 clients, and I have a team of about 35, which is pretty crazy. So most of my time is spent focused on that. But in the other time, I do this podcast where I teach simple, actionable Pinterest marketing tips so you can DIY your Pinterest marketing without feeling overwhelmed or going down some crazy rabbit hole of somebody's great idea. So what we're going to talk about today is what to pin in April. That's right. April is just around the corner, a couple days away. And so we want to talk about how you can maximize your pinning in April based on what people are searching. But before we get to that, I want to just highlight two things that you may not know live on simplepinmedia.com. I know that I listen to podcasts and sometimes I forget that these people have websites with just a ton of information on them. And that is Simple Pin Media. Basically, it is a catalog of all Pinterest marketing tips and resources and even a little bit about me and my team and how I can help train you to be a Pinterest account specialist as well. So one of the things that people ask me a lot is about the resources that I use and recommend. So if you want to check those out, which includes Pinterest resources, scheduling programs, tools, blogging tools, the courses that I recommend, graphic tools, management tools, you name it, it's all there. So just go to simplepinmedia.com slash resources, and you'll be taken to a page that has literally everything that I use, which I try to keep it pretty slim, especially for my recommended courses. I know that there are a ton of courses out there about every type of thing under the sun, but I'm very smart and intentional about the courses that I choose because I want them to be very targeted and be very specific to what you need. Now, I am not a big course taker myself. I prefer actually to just call people, hire them for an hour for their time because I find that I'm a big note taker and a big action taker in the moment. So I, but I know that there's some of you out there that love courses. I have a friend who she buys almost every course, not every course, but she buys a lot of courses that come across her plate, even the super duper expensive ones. And you know what? She completes every last piece of those courses. She is a course learner and she implements them. It's it's something to behold. And I know there are more of you out there. So just check out the courses that I have highlighted because there's a reason I have highlighted them because they're really good and they're created by really, really quality people. So go to simplepinmedia.com slash resources. All right. So what we're going to do now is we're going to talk about April and what to pin in April. The reason that we talk about what to pin in a certain amount of time is because Pinterest operates on the smart feed. And a lot of you might know what this is already. So this is going to be a little bit of a recap, but some of you don't. So let me go over that now. So in 2014, Pinterest switched from a chronological feed to a smart feed. And the whole goal with that was to create a smart feed for each and every person based on their searches, 
based on the boards they have and based on the things that they save or repin. This allows these people, so myself, because I'm a Pinterest user, this allows me to have a smart feed that is geared to me. So when people talk about how do I get into the smart feed? Well, there isn't actually one smart feed. The smart feed is actually multiple smart feeds. So really the question to really pull back from that is, how do you get into your ideal reader, user, buyer smart feed? That is the most important thing. So knowing what are the things they search for? What are the type of magazines they might read? What are the type of sites they might follow? What are their buying habits? Maybe their trends. Maybe they're people who like Joanna Gaines and they like Fixer Upper and they like modern farmhouse decor. That would be me. I have a lot of lighting that comes up in my feed. I have a lot of recipes because my food board actually on Simple Pin is really strong. It's something that I started out with the intent to have it be best food pins so I could really show my team members these are what good pins look like. And since then, it's really just evolved into this curating this place where I think people who are doing a great job in the food blogger space, I pin their stuff there and I pin things that I would make too. So although it's not directly um, aligned with my brand per se, I've kind of branded it best food pins and then why I pin those pins. So that's a little bit of the smart feed. And so niching down into April, the reason that we look at month over month is that there are specific things that people are searching. And Pinterest has told us if we're going to be content creators, sharing content, especially as it relates to an event or a holiday, we want to get that into the people's smart feeds not the smart feed, about 45 days before the actual holiday. And the reason for being is that Pinterest can then assign keywords to it and topics as to where it should be funneled. So in that sense, we're going to talk about April. What do we pin in April? Which means we're kind of looking to May too. So let's talk about that. So what to pin? Oh, and by the way, where I am finding this information, where you can find it too, is the Simple Pin Planner that has been created in conjunction with Tailwind. We created this like 20 page planner, or I I actually think it's 17 pages, but you know, who's counting? But anyway, it has every single month of the year, what to pin, what to promote, content planning ideas, tip of the month and monthly action tips. So if you want that, go to simplepinmedia.com slash email. And that's where you can get the free Pinterest planner. And right before I recorded this, I actually went to the office supply store and it was $7 to print out one that was colored. I took it to my team meeting last month. I think I printed off four of them in color. And you know what? I didn't take one for myself. So I was searching my office and I was looking around going, where in the world did I put that planner? And it was the colored one. So some of my team members have it, which is fine. They use it more than I do. So I'm okay with it. But if you want to get it printed and have it be colored, it is $7. And then um, you can have it bound. And I think that adds like another $3. Okay, so now we're going to dive into what to pin. So number one is graduation. This means high school graduation, college graduation. This time of year is when people are graduating things. I'm sure there's kindergarten graduation too, or 
third grade, whatever it is. We do a lot of graduation this time of year. So getting ready for that in May, weddings, spring weddings, summer weddings, any kind of planning for weddings, spring and summer, travel. People are looking to get away for summer vacations. Um, They're looking to travel for special occasions. So any travel tips that you can offer, people love those. When I was at Social Media Marketing World, I had a couple people come up to me and ask, how do we target location for like our town? How do we get more tourism and activity? One of the best ways is to showcase different things you can do or specific niche things in your town, like five fountains of Billings, Montana. I don't know if Billings, Montana has any fountains. I've been there a couple of times, but I can't remember. But you get the gist because what people will do is they'll search all this stuff well in advance and they'll save it to a board that's sometimes titled that specific city. When I went to Vegas a couple of years ago for my 40th birthday, I went with um, some of my childhood friends and one of the girls had actually created a Pinterest board about Las Vegas. So whenever we were trying to decide what place we would go to eat or what we would go to do for fun, she actually had it already pulled up. It was amazing and super duper helpful when we're standing there going, well, what are we going to do for dinner? We just pulled this up and we picked a place and we went with it. So if you are trying to target a specific location, make sure you have a board titled that and you put that location in every single one of your pin descriptions. That's going to be key too as well because that helps funnel into those people's smart feeds. All right, the next thing is what to promote. So what we mean by what to promote is what to run a promoted pin campaign on. And I do have a promoted pin campaign guide on my site. And you can just go to simplepinmedia.com promoted-pins. And we need to update this a little bit more for the current landscape, but it does have a basic explanation of engagement, traffic, awareness, and search ads. So it is up to speed based on what we currently see on Pinterest. And we'll give you some tips as to what you can do if you're going to run a campaign. It's not super hard to run a campaign, but it does require that you test it a little bit and you target certain things based on, you know, what it is your goals are. So if your goal is to target people in the month of May for graduation, because you have a sweet affiliate campaign on products for graduation, then that is what you would want to target. So promotions also, they don't take as long to get up and running because you're, you know, you start the promotion and it goes and then you end up stopping it. So that means you can do things that are more timely. So in Easter, or I'm sorry, in April, we're talking about Easter. So you can run a promoted pin campaign on Easter, gardening, Passover, Earth Day is a big one. I think that's April 11th. And then any type of organic and healthy recipes, These are things that you might want to consider promoting, or maybe you have some other idea that you think in April, people are definitely going to be searching for these types of things. And I already have content created for that. So I want to run a promoted pin campaign. When you run a promoted pin campaign, you want to be thinking about your goal. I've talked about that a lot before here on the podcast, and we even have the KPI podcast that So many of you loved, and there's a download over there that you can grab to be able to figure out what your KPIs are. But that's what I recommend you do before any promoted pin campaign. What's your goal? It would be the same thing I would ask you if you're running like a Facebook ad or an Instagram ad. What is your goal? If it's just engagement, well, that's okay, but I wouldn't run a promoted pin campaign for that. 
I would run a promoted pin campaign because I want the clicks. Because I know if I get the click, I can get people on my email list. And I love my email list. I love writing my Wednesday email every single week with Pinterest tips and resources and talk about the podcast. It's my place where I can go and talk to everybody in real time about what's happening on Pinterest. It's also the place where I find that my most loyal fans live and I can talk to them and I can talk to to them about the things that I think are really important for them to use in their business. And the bonus with that is I might have an affiliate link to it. And I don't ever promote any affiliates that I don't wholeheartedly believe in myself. That's like my gate. I'm not just going to put affiliates in there just because. So with that intentionality that's built in there, my goal is to get them on my email list. So we ran a promoted pin campaign to my how to clean up Pinterest boards because that has a really, really high conversion rate. I think the last time I looked, it's actually at 3% for getting people on my email list. And it's just happens in the background. And like, I love, I love that post and I update it often. It drives all the traffic from Pinterest, literally all of it. Okay. Content planning ideas. All right. So at the beginning of every month, what I do is I go through my spreadsheet for the podcast, which the podcast is linked to a full blog post. And I look at my spreadsheet and I think, okay, what am I going to talk about this month? What has my audience been interested in? And then if I was a little more seasonal, I would look and go, what am I going to create over this month that's going to really set me up for, you know, the future? You know, I will say this too. I am a month ahead. I am a planner. I don't know why I'm ashamed of that. But some people kind of look at me a little cross-eyed like, what? You're that far in advance? And I am. I always have been. I'm a huge planner. So I don't open up my spreadsheet in April and plan out April April's already planned. It's already recorded. So I actually open it up and look at the next month. And I say, what is it that we're going to talk about in May? How is that going to help the audience? Are we going to have any downloads for that? And what is our, what's our plan for it? So for you, if you are seasonal, sit down right now and think about what am I going to plan for May and June? And for some people, that's going to be Let's see, weddings, summer, barbecue, travel, 4th of July, Mother's Day, Father's Day, graduation again. If you haven't covered these topics yet and you think your audience would be interested, go ahead and do that. In fact, one really great tip for you is if you're struggling with content, write a gift guide. In fact, we have the How to Master Gift Guides mini course It's like $27, but it gives you all you need to know about gift guides. And gift guides aren't just condensed to December. These are great to create for all year long. They can be picked up by Google. They can go crazy on Pinterest. And the great part is, is that you can make affiliate income off of these. So if you want the link and where you need to go for that, go to the show notes, which will be simplepinmedia.com slash 92. And that'll have the link to the How to Master Gift Guides. So make sure you check that out. All right, tip of the month. So here's a tip for you that some people have asked me about already. They're a little bit confused by it. Adjust your pinning schedule. So in Tailwind, you can look at your weekly publishing schedule and you can maybe add maybe one or two recommended pinning slots per day. Here's a really practical example of that. So if you deal with food, like you're a food blogger and you're in the food industry, 
Sundays are by far the highest traffic day for food. Why? Because a lot of people are meal planning. There's a lot of people who are planners. So if you want to add a few more time slots to Sunday, we've seen that be a really good strategy for us here at Simple Pin for our our food clients. So consider looking at your schedule and seeing, I sometimes like to match it up with Google Analytics. So I open up Google Analytics and I look at my month and I kind of like hover over the days I think are lowest. And I might take a few pin slots away from that and move it to the days that are higher. That's just a trick that we use sometimes to see if we can get more eyes on the content. And I shouldn't say trick because I don't like tricks. So let's just say that's a tip and something that we try to see if we can get more views for our clients. The last section of the planner is monthly action tip. And it says, look at your most popular pins on your account this month. If any of them are not your content, could you create some something similar? Maybe even better to take advantage of that success. Okay, so where are you gonna find it? In Pinterest analytics, when you go to your profile, you have an opportunity to see you know, what's happening on your profile broken down into a few areas. There's impressions, clicks, repins, and all time. I click, I um, select clicks and I go for a 30-day window. So I look through that and I see what are some things that are super popular. And what you'll notice in here is that it's stuff that continually gets picked up month over month. So you might see the same stuff month over month, which is okay. But let's say I see something about, I don't know, People talking about how to, that's a tough one, but like how to grow your email list using Pinterest. We have a podcast on that, but maybe they take a totally different angle. And so what I would want to do is go in and read it, hear what they have to say, and then maybe make a new post about how to grow your email list using Pinterest with some new tips that are current for 2018, whereas maybe mine was written in 2016. Or it could be something totally different. Let's say somebody you have a somebody's post is going crazy and it's about banana bread. Well, maybe you've never done a recipe about banana bread and you have this amazing recipe from your grandmother and you want to put it on your site. Well, that's a that's a good thing for you to do. So you don't want to copy people's content, but be inspired by it. I think there's a definite difference between copying and inspiration. So go ahead and look at that list for inspiration. And jot them down in your spreadsheet if you have a spreadsheet. I know some people don't have spreadsheets. They just have mental ideas of what they're going to create. I'm a spreadsheet kind of gal. And if you have somebody on your team that works with social media for you, I know that I have Melody who she helps manage my Facebook group, does Twitter, does my Facebook page. And she has a little bit more of a pulse as to what some of the questions are. So every once in a while, she, well, not everyone, I think she does it pretty often, She has a spreadsheet that she fills in for topics that keep coming up over and over. So I can actually go into that and see what I might want to record a podcast on or create content for. It's really, really helpful. So go to your people who are working on the front lines of your social media and just ask them, hey, what should I create more of? Kind of having, I'm stalling out. They might have some great suggestions for you. All right, so that's it. Short and sweet. If you want to know more about what to pin in April, again, you can go to simplepinmedia.com slash 92. And if you have not 
print it out, the Simple Pin Planner, you can go to simplepinmedia.com slash email. All right, everybody have a great week.